everyone, I'm Emily. And I'm Rachel. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. We are on number two. We made it. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, really? We recorded a special edition podcast, but that will be after this one. Yes, because we have no concept of time. (laughs) Or space, or money, or humor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But we're back in black, in Rachel's scenic bedroom, because because we were trying to minimize the echo. We'll see how all that works. Yeah, we're just sorry in advance for everything. Just for everything, we're sorry to all six of you listening. (laughs) We are sorry. Yes. (laughs) If you liked our opening theme song, it is... Shiny Spaceship by 8-Bit Ninjas. (laughs) <laughs> good job rachel beat it to you <laughs> we have show notes now guys <laughs> uh they're awesome please check them out for this episode we are going to talk about two music videos a k-drama and a recipe if we have time it yes. is action-packed action-packed get ready your faces will melt <laughs> yes we haven't completely figured out skype recording yet so special guests will be a while <laughs> Yes, but we do promise eventually that we will have special guests. We promise. One way or another. Yes. So, our first... Whoa. Our first first music video is Zutter by GD and T.O.P. Yes, our first music video is Zutter by GD and T.O.P. I think there's, like, a weird theme with the two music videos we chose. It's, like, Halloween in August. Yeah, kind of. Like, it's, they're all, they're both kind of dark, but yeah. also with humor mixed in. Like, we know this is really dark and awful, but we're gonna laugh about it anyways. Yeah, so the music video starts with them walking into a bathroom with five urinals, and then they go and pee right next to each other. You break a bro code number one! <laughs> They're just really close. Really close. And they're both wearing tracksuits. Yes, very stylish. It's very in right now. Dare I say couple tracksuits? A girl can dream, right? Yes. Right. So then, like, a guy in a ski mask comes, and they're being tortured. Yeah. But... Like, there, there's, like, a guy, and he's, like, holding up some jumper cables, and they're sparking, and, and GD and T.O.P. are like, no, no, but he's nothing. He's, like, in a gimp suit, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, somehow there's, like, a weird angle of consensual, like, torture. What? <laughs> no. It seems like it's so bizarre. Yes. It's so, so, so bizarre. But they don't actually ever seem to be tortured. No, and then from the torture scene... It's like the threat of torture. Yeah, and then from the torture scene, I think it's like a reflection back on what happened before. Yeah, it's a flashback. Yeah, it's a flashback to basically them living it up. They're like uh, high-stakes poker, it looks like, and it looks like they're gamblers, and they stole a bunch of money, and the people torturing them probably want their money back. Right. And they have fabulous tracksuits. GD has extremely bright red hair. You go, girl. Yeah, like red-orange, almost. T.O.P. is a platinum blonde with dark eyebrows, a la Madonna. A la delicious. (laughs) A la a beautiful... 
vanilla cone with a chocolate sprinkle. (laughs) (laughs) And Um, GD has these really gigantic womanly sunglasses, which I am all for because he looks really good in women's fashion. Yes, he does. He could outwear anything I wore. Yep. (laughs) It's true. And all these gamblers have, like, names that pop up, but they're not really memorable. It's like Babyface. Yeah, you're just like, okay, I... You're like, okay, these aren't people I care about. It it definitely has some type of, like, a movie, movie reference type thing happening. Like, this is a gambling movie. Yeah. Music video. So I get where the, that's coming from. There are white girls in the music video. Yeah, a single white girl, because it wouldn't be a GD and T.O.P. song without... Hot white models in the background, not saying anything, just kind of posing. Yep. They're not dancing or, like, any. They're just posing. Because yeah. that, that's, like, the dead giveaway to show that they're models because they're not very talented. Oh, my... Emily spilling some freaking tea on this podcast. Hey. Okay, so while we're watching this music video, we're like, what does Zutter mean? Yeah, it sounds like Shudder... It's not butter, that. Butter. Butter. Dean, What what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it, it's Korean slang for this is the shit. Yeah. Or this is super awesome. Yeah. So uh, instead of the traditional max step, I will now be using zutter. Zutter. That's so zutter. <laughs> and we have to really pronounce the T's because they like to like roll over them. Because yeah. it really does sound like shudder. Yeah. Or like... It sounds like D's, not T's. So yeah. it has to be, that sounds so zutter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and at one point, G-Dragon is taking a really painful shit. Or what appears to be a really painful shit. His pants are full, fully down at the ankle. <laughs> he is grasping onto the sides of, of the stall for dear life. And then... He finally gets some release, and he's like, oh, yeah, that was a really great shit. <laughs> Which, I mean, okay. Okay. <laughs> so then they go back to them both peeing next to each other, and they're just, like, patting each other, totally looking at each other, again, breaking all bro codes imaginable. Yeah, they're wearing colored contact lenses and eating, like, hamburgers and drinking out of red Solo cups. Not near the, not near the urinals, though. <laughs> no, no, that that's outside. And then they cut back to the urinals, where they're, like, JoJo posing while peeing. Yeah. And then T.O.P. is, like, murdering some pigs in a slaughterhouse. He's some sort of butcher. And then the music video goes into a very weird filter. Yeah, like, it's it's so weird because the bottom of it is all pixelated out, so it's being, like, covered up somehow. But, like, we don't see what's happening. He's just kind of, like... Do you think it's some sort of weird Korean, like, censorship stuff so they could get it on TV? I I almost think it was intentional, because no, then I, well, why would it be that way on YouTube? No, no, I mean, like, do you think that they originally wanted to show whatever, and then they're like, oh, this thing, this is gonna get us banned? I don't know. I, I guess. It's like a safe way of keeping their, like, artistic integrity intact, I guess? I don't know. I get that. That whole portion was very weird, because all the reds were green, basically. Yeah, all the reds were green. And things were weirdly, like, stylized. Yeah, it was like a cartoon filter, almost. Yeah. And T.O.P. was actually showing some emotion while rapping, which was very weird Kind of rare. Kind of rare. He's kind of like a beautiful ice queen. (laughs) 
Uh, <laughs> As in he's literally made of ice? Yes. <laughs> Speaking of ice, they were freezing to death at an ice bar, and it was also raining money in said ice bar. Yeah, they were they were like at an ice bar, which, by the way, is a bar where it is made out of ice, and you get drinks, and you wear like a parka, but they were like partying on the bar, and it was raining money, and then they get thrown in the freezer, and they're like freezing to death. And I was like, hmm, looks like they gotta take off their clothes and huddle together for warmth. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, you know, eventually they, they get out. And then once they uh, get out, they tie up their torturers and dance. And then they pee so fast and furiously at the urinals. Yeah, it looks like a fire hydrant, like, just opened, like, a hose, almost, that they're peeing from. And then they start peeing on each other. Yeah, that was totally weird. That was very weird. Uh, you guys should really watch the music video for yourselves. You need to experience all of this yourself. So... Uh, the song itself, uh, is a straight-up rap song, which is pretty typical for them. Uh, you know, Big Bang kind of has that, like, party stuff. Yeah, there's definitely, it's not just straight rapping. Yeah, it's kind of like, I guess, upbeat 1D songs. They kind of sound like that. Yeah. Um, because, you know, Big Bang is a boy band. But GD and T.O.P. is a rap group. Yes. So this is a straight-up rap song, which I don't mind. I, I liked it. Yeah. And just a kind of big, you know, WTF. <laughs> As all their music videos are. And I did we say that we're really happy that they're back? Because yes. we're really happy we're that they're back. so happy they're back. It has been a drought. It has. Yeah. Um, the lyrics, we looked them up. Um, the, the chorus uh, is translated as, The song is sick. My rap is sick. My style is sick. I'm kind of sick. I shake my legs, I make money, I walk in the sky, A, do you wanna? So remember, in this instance, sick is when they say zutter. So the direct translation that the, well, the direct translation that this lyric site came up with was sick, but it really means this is the shit, or Or it could be like, oh, this is so ill, you know? You guys know. (laughs) You got it. You got it. And some, uh... Interesting lyrics that I picked out were, this one was from G-Dragon. Wanna be successful? Yes, I'm the manual. Wanna experience me? Then keep it sexual. (laughs) (laughs) It's like... I don't think I've ever seen GD be, like, straight up about that, ever. Uh, I can't What about that one when he's, like, the go crazy music video? He was. He was, like, humping Uh, things the whole whole video. I guess that's true, but... It's weird to think of him that way, because he just looks so prepubescent all the time. Yeah. It reminds me of, uh, in Everybody, which is the Backstreet Boys song, where, um, Nick Carter is like, am I sexual? And I'm like, nah. Uh, no, sir. <laughs> no, thanks. So that's what it reminded me of. And <laughs> this this one is from T.O.P. And it goes, T.O.P., people call me a ghost. Da Vinci has come back to life. Yeah, my brain. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't know how much of that is mistranslated or just doesn't come across that great, but I know T.O.P. really likes art. Mm-hmm. I just... Da Vinci has come back to life, huh? Wow. Uh, 
What do you mean, T.O.P., you big, beautiful idiot? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Uh, I don't really have anything more to say about those lyrics. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to uh, our next music video, which is... Married to the Music by Shiny. And that just came out, and we're all so glad that they're back. This is like the groups we first got into when we liked K-pop. Yes. Married to the Music so when we were talking about a theme yeah it's this whole music video also actually reminds me of everybody by backstreet boys as in it's a haunted house music video yes and which is weird because why is this coming out in august august (laughs) she uh, early prep uh, (laughs) early prep i don't know I, i don't know they're like we're gonna corner the market on halloween music videos by making them come out in August. Well, you know, I was at Joanne's and Michael's the other day, and they had Halloween stuff out. Stop holiday creep. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. So the music video opens with some text. And it says, marriage is a slow death. Hmm. So okay. we're already confused. We're like, okay. Okay, shiny, we don't... Oh, okay. Um, That's a little gloomy. And then a girl shows up with a really fabulous lace glove and, like, hits a boombox, like, cassette thing to play their song. And I was like, ooh, girl, that is some Michael Jackson steez. Yes. (laughs) And the song uh, is a really funky beat. It it, uh, really harkens back to when they did more R&B stuff, like on their first album, Replay. Yeah. It's really funky, and... I think it Michael Jackson actually did influence the song because it sounds great. It sounds, yeah, it sounds like an uh, an older Michael Jackson song. So. Yeah, it's really upbeat, pretty catchy. Um, I actually like the sound of the music video a lot. Yeah, the song's great. Music video, a uh, little creepy. A little weird. So they're offered glowing drinks after the music starts, and then they start to glow. Yeah, like, like glow stick green and... I, first of all, I'm happy that they're actually in, like, kind of a place, even if it is a room, it's not a box set. Yeah. That they're at a party with some character, yes. and they drink really weird drinks, and then it just gets weirder. Someone's head gets cut off? Yeah, like, he's he's strapped to this, the like, a giant spinning wheel, and then you see... You see, like, the profile of the girl, but you don't, like, see their face. I don't even know if it's a girl. You see the profile of whoever it is. Someone who looks and appears feminine. Yes. And they throw a gigantic meat cleaver. And cut off his head. And cut off his head, like, clean off. And then his head starts sliding off the the meat cleaver. But, uh, he still, like, sings and talks. Like, his head still works. It's just cut off from his body. And, oh my god, everyone was wearing really stylish glasses. Yes. So, rock your glasses. I love glasses. I wear glasses. You wear glasses, too. I do. (laughs) Oh my god. Someone's eyes get knocked out with a baseball bat. Yeah, and at this point we're like, is everyone getting murdered at this party? Just body parts are falling off at an alarming rate. And we're like, is this kind of like a Clue thing? And it wasn't. It did not end up being a Clue thing. Yeah, it it kind of reminded me of Clue because people were getting murdered at, like, a costumey party. And, like, I 
it, I could see how it could be influenced like that, but it was really more like the Backstreet Boys thing. Mm-hmm. And they did show some dancing, but not as much as you usually see. Hardly any. But the dancing that I did see, I really liked. Super funky. Super funky and super not boring and stuff yeah. I haven't seen before. So Yeah. So hopefully they'll come out with a dance version so we can see the whole dance. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I was just so shocked that they... They're such strong dancers. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I guess they really wanted to show the song because this is, like, they haven't been out for a while, you right. know, this new single. It's nice to mix it up once in a while, too. Yeah, towards the end of the music video, like, a birthday cake is brought out. Yeah, and then when they blow out the candles, a guy's face gets lit on fire. That's Anu, right? Anu's the one who I'm, gets his face lit on fire? I'm pretty sure. And his lips fall off onto the cake. Yep, and then they keep, you know, moving, because yeah. that's kind of the theme of the song. And then the one thing that didn't fit with the with the theme of everyone dying was them throwing up confetti. Oh, yeah, it was, it was like, um, oh, what's it, the exorcist style, just projectile vomit, but it was all confetti. And at one point, they go back into a normal box set, which I was like, uh. But they're, they're like, dancing, and then just confetti is just falling. But yeah. it's the same confetti that people were vomiting. Yes. So I'm thinking, like, are people in the rafters just vomiting? <laughs> <laughs> just vomiting confetti all over them. Yeah. So at least, you know, they did go into that box set to dance, but at least, you know, they had elements of what was in the non- less box set box set in the box set (laughs) yeah so we looked up the lyrics to this as well and the chorus goes i'm married to the music it's amazing you are my music the moment i wanted and dreamed of every day oh baby we're falling deeper into our rhythm the song is basically comparing his this romance that they have to a song and music and melody and life has a music and i'm married to you because you're the music in my life and crap like that just the music video doesn't match that at all. No, because it just <laughs> seems like they're all getting murdered. Yeah. <laughs> they're all creatively getting murdered. And also, the, the freaking music video starts off with, marriage is a slow death. Yes. Like, mixed messages, SM. Okay, yes. mixed messages. And there was one thing, I don't know if you caught this at the end, that I didn't quite understand. Uh, the person that's been killing them, you never see them. You never, ever see their face. Yeah. Ever. The whole music video. You just see, like, their profile and them wearing a veil and the lace gloves, which makes them look like a bride. But, um, she, she or he is, like, cutting up pictures. Yeah, like, like an a collage. Yeah, like, she's taking these body parts from the different members and making, like, an ideal Frankenstein man. <gasps> Maybe that's the next music video. They're, Ooh. like, Frankenstein men. <laughs> I feel like Vix has already done something like that. Yeah, what, kind of. Whatever fucking thing that anyone thinks of, Vix has already done it. <laughs> uh, so another one of the lyrics that popped out to me was, Oh, baby, your scent wetly spreads over me? That's nasty. Yeah. Again, this might be a translation error, but... Girl, that is so gross. That is, yeah. Oh, that's a lot, shiny. That, that just makes me think of like when you get really sweaty and then you start to reek. <laughs> oh. So, what would you give this music video out of ten? Like a seven, a seven out of ten. Yeah, for a shiny music video, I definitely would give this a seven. It's not the best thing I've ever seen, but it was pretty freaking good. It was good. It was good. I'm glad they got them out of the box set for at least a little bit. Yeah. So, now we're going to talk about the vampire drama, Blood. Before we do that, we never rated Zutter. Oh, crap. Guys, we're new. (laughs) Zutter is a 10. 
I would give <laughs> Zutter an 8. Just because... I mean, it's really crazy and weird, but there were some things that I didn't understand. Maybe that's just because I'm dumb. <laughs> it showed GD taking a shit. I'm giving it a 10. <laughs> okay. Okay. So now we're going to move on to the drama portion of this podcast. And we watched the first episode of a drama called Blood. Which I tried to look up what the Korean like word for this was, and it was just blut, which <laughs> <laughs> which I'm saying like a white person, but it it, tra- it it translates directly to blood, so there isn't like any hidden meaning or anything there. Yeah. So Rachel has seen this whole series. I watched this one episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So I'm gonna read the synopsis, and then we're going to talk about it a little bit. All right. Is there a better job to have if you're a vampire than as a doctor in a hospital full of sick patients? Park Ji-sung is a brilliant surgeon who also happens to be a vampire. As he works alongside hotshot heiress doctor Yuri Ta, who carries a lot of clout as the niece of the hospital board chairman, and chief surgeon Lee Jae-wook, Ji-sung faces many inner struggles between his vampirish thirst for blood and his strong desire to save the lives of his terminally ill patients. Can Jisong face his own personal battle between good and evil and find a solution to his double-edged sword existence? So it's a very interesting concept. The execution is a weird. Little... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little weird. I just remember thinking... Why does this guy love humans so much? Usually, in the classic sense, vampires don't really like humans. They think of them as food. Right. But this guy seems to have a lot of humanity in him. Yes. Um, And I I will explain, if you would like me to. Oh, go on, Rachel. Go on. So, the vampires in this series become vampires through a specific type of virus. So, you when you get infected with the virus, you become a vampire. Um, Jisong really has that humanity in him because his parents um, were infected by the virus. So they were originally humans. Then they were infected by the virus, became vampires. So his, because his parents were originally humans, turned into vampires, they kind of passed on that, you know, then they cared about humanity. They kind of passed that on to him, even though he was born technically a vampire. Yeah, a large chunk of the first episode is dedicated to this flashback of his origin. Yes. Which I thought... Hey, couldn't you wait till like the third episode? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they get it out of the way. Sometimes I, I, it's really frustrating when you get dropped into a series and you have no idea what the frick is happening, and then you have to wait like eight episodes to finally piece together the backstory on your own. But I feel like it could be just said in some exposition, like my parents were humans. Da da. <laughs> okay, but the, <laughs> they do that because that's really important for the rest of the plot. So Which why, you never why, saw. <laughs> you know, hey, this is my first impression. So why is it important for the rest of the plot? So, uh, spoilers, by the way, if you didn't get, guess, the, guess this already. Um, so that's really important. His parents, like, their backstory is really important because later on, um, the plot involves how them being infected with the virus, them being infected with the virus comes into the plot later on and has to do with the whole plot, basically. Um, Jisung is basically... Um, fighting against the chief surgeon, uh, Jae-wook, Lee Jae-wook, um, because he had, like, a... He was researching with another doctor, with Ji-sung's parents, and 
they didn't want to be infected with the virus, but he infected them anyways. And so the shade. So yeah, there's a lot of like interconnectedness there that you need the backstory for. So I'm glad that they weren't just like my parents were humans. <laughs> Period. Move on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I mean, like as like I said, like as a first impression, I was totally bored. Totally bored with the the flashback, and I just wanted to. I wanted to see this vampire be a doctor. I wanted to see some damn doctoring. Yeah. Uh, he He's like a, a doctor in, like, a war zone. Yeah, so, yeah, so he does, like, mission work. So he was in a war zone in uh, Russia, which is actually pretty close to South Korea. Um, yeah, you don't really think about that, but it really is. Yeah, so he's at he's doing mission work in a town that's under siege by some militant group in Russia, a Russian town very, very close to Korea. I looked it up. Yeah, and, you know, the leader may or may not be... Splutin. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, kind of get hunted down, Emily. <laughs> Don't put me in the gulag. <laughs> so yeah, um, so that's where he's helping out. Um, I think he also helps out in the Middle East at one point too. Yeah, there are people of different races in the first episode of this drama. Oh yeah, he, and he speaks Russian too. Yeah, he speaks Russian. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah, it was. What it was, the hell is going on? It was so on? weird for me to watch a Korean man speak Russian. I was just like, "Wow, I pay mean, this actor big money because." Yeah, and his his uh, diction and like accent weren't too bad either. Mm-mm, like I I could tell he was speaking Russian. Yeah, so impressive. Good impressive. job. Good job. Bravo. Clap clap. I mean, my Russian is extremely poor, so he did a better job than me. Yeah, like. So, as a whole, um, Emily, would you recommend this Korean drama to a friend? It's a very interesting concept. I think if I had more time, I would probably watch it more because I love vampires. I took a whole class in college about vampires. Uh, So, I'd probably give it another go, but the episode, the first episode felt so long, even though it was only an hour. So, if I have the time... I think I would probably visit it again. So I guess, yeah, if a person likes vampires or medical drama, I would suggest it. I personally would suggest it. Um, It's not the best Korean drama that I've seen um, because I think the plot could have been executed a little bit better or could have had more intrigue. But as a whole, I thought the series was really interesting um, and I liked you know, that they weren't just like, vampires are mystical creatures. Like, they actually put thought into, because it's a medical drama, the vampirism should be a virus. And the way that they described it made a lot of sense. And a lot of that medical terminology they keep referencing, and it's consistent, which is really refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. So, how many stars? Out of... Ten. Mm, I would say eight. I'd give it, like, a five. (laughs) From my impression. From her first episode watching, yes. So we're going to round out this podcast uh, with a small food segment. All right, so um, over the past, like, year and a half, I've tried to make um, vegetable pancakes, and which are, it's just jun, whatever it is, jun, it's just savory pancakes. Um, Specifically, I've been trying to make pad jun, which was green onion pancake, but now I finally perfected how to do it. Mostly because of the help of an online um, kind of chef person. Um, her name is Mang Chi. You can look her up online, M-A-A-N-G. 
C-H-I, um, her recipe, and then I also started using Korean pancake flour that I bought from my local Asian market. Um, and, do you know the brand? Uh, no, I don't off the top of my head. Okay. Any well, Anyone will do, basically. Yeah, we'll post this recipe um, on Facebook. Yes. Uh, so this is for vegetable pancake, which is yachejun, um, and I it's really good. And all I use is zucchini. I don't even include anything else in it. And then I just mix um, two parts soy sauce, one part um, red wine vinegar to dip it in, and it's really, really good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> from what she's given me to eat, it's been <laughs> super good. And cleanup is basically the same as normal pancakes. I mean, yeah. it's... A bowl and whatever you use to cook it on. Yeah, I mean, it's only as messy as you make it. Right. Yeah, and it's good with some teriyaki or soy sauce. Yes. I like teriyaki, because I like the savory, so. So whatever is uh, your flavor, do what you want to do. Yep, so you should really try it. It's really quick, simple. It's very cheap, and it tastes really good. So that's all I can say about it. Yes. So hopefully we'll be doing some more cooking segments if we can get to our local Asian market quick enough. I would love to do something on jajangmyeon because I've tried the pre-made kind and it's really gross, so I want to make my own. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to do a segment on a whole bunch of different Asian candies, so. All right, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> yes. So that is the end of our second podcast. Thank you so much, Soulmates, for sticking with us through this harrowing journey of two podcasts. I love, I love that we're calling them soul mateys still. Yes! <laughs> yes, if you are a fan, you are a soul matey in, yes. in, in our hearts. In our hearts. Yes, you can find us on Facebook and Tumblr under Soulmates Podcast. And please subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a review. We will totally love you five ever. Thanks. Thanks, have a great night. <laughs> Good night. You know, if you're listening to this in the morning... You know, get have, to work. Have a good morning. <laughs> have a good morning.